What You Want to Know is recorded in Great White Portland. taking the shit right now he, he didn't specify shit. yeah but he figured if he said shit he would maybe think it was too obvious mm-hmm. or he's tcb and what tcb taking care of business so it's just another word for taking a shit yeah <laughs> oh okay <laughs> i was like wait i mean what is that taking care oh. of business could be could be anything. It could be a lot of things. I mean, know? could be taking out the trash. I mean, there's a lot of things he maybe couldn't do while he had those three holes in his stomach or mm-hmm. his body or whatever. You know, could be just getting in some sit ups. Uh, he probably still can't do sit ups, and he's probably mad about it. Yeah, that's true. He just he can only just like squeeze and laugh, <laughs> squeeze the core and laugh. Ah, oh, I bet that hurts too. A little bit of leakage, but you know. Ooh. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. I'm thankfully knock on wood. I've never had any major surgery. Same. Stitches is about the most I've gotten. Oh, I've had plenty of stitches. Yeah. But, you know, that's about it. That's about it, Chris Williams. I'll be there in a minute. I can hear you, though. Okay. All right. He's listening out just in case we do start talking shit. I can hear you. My house isn't that big. I heard everything you said. Are you measuring your fridge? What's happening? Getting the cabinets ready? I just finished Judah and the Black Messiah. I had to get my laundry out and take care of some other shit. I don't have time to do anything today. Uh, I appreciate you making some time for us today. I mean, sure. Hold on. (laughs) (laughs) Oh. Oh. <sighs> is it snowing Chris out Williams. there? Snowing. Yeah, I guess. A little bit. A little crust. I think it's going to hit later tonight, and even then, it won't be as big a deal. Yeah. <clears throat> I got to get that second vaccine shot tomorrow morning early. So, Are they going to be open? Because they, they weren't doing anything today. It's the hospital, so yeah, they'll be open. Providence. Oh, okay. Are you talking about the uh, convention center, Leon? Yeah. Hmm. Oh, did they close today? Mm-hmm. Because of weather? Point- yeah. That was pointless. Yeah. Well, I get it a little bit. It's kind of like schools. Like, you'd rather shut down than deal with the 
case that it actually does hit and get icy and then you got a whole bunch of people that are sol like there was one day where uh there was a hurricane that was coming through and there's like florida talk it was a florida mm. talk um yeah, yeah it's feeling real hurricane out today <laughs> well you know like seven days in advance you're like okay it's tracking towards oh, us yeah. all right it's gonna hit us in some way um but then they were expecting that it wasn't gonna bring a lot of moisture because like the last one that came through was pretty dry and then so they left school in like they were like all right go to school you'll get home before like the main part hits everything was flooded and so they had to like dismiss all the kids during like at midday and people were stuck in the parking lot stuck at school uh, it was a mess so i get it why you take those extra precautions but so we're going to be 10,000 people behind well how many do they do a day not that many is Chris frozen? Uh, <laughs> or is he just super contemplative? He's real contemplative. Yeah, just really. Like, like, what does what does this mean for me? What does a second Morona shot mean hmm. for me? If I and then it, <laughs> you are the host now is what it says. <laughs> Look at me! Look at me! I am the host now. My mom's got her double dose. Yeah. Yeah. So she's all good. She can go gallivant, do. Not really how it works. But yeah, sure. <laughs> uh, just, I mean, that's how people think it works. Yeah, no. And, uh, so I was, uh, uh, I had to go run and get. Uh, grocery pickup yesterday and mm-hmm. so you know about 20 minutes so i had about or you know 10 there 10 back and i was listening to this like short box episode where they're talking about uh uh vaccine hoarding and it made me feel like shit hmm. uh basically uh, all of the rich countries, uh, all the richest countries in the world essentially had contracts with all the different places developing vaccines. Yep. Uh, to basically be first in line or second in line or third in line or whatever. But basically, it's like I, I think they said Canada had like purchase rights to the like highest per capita amount so basically like you know i don't know how many people are in canada the we'll say if it was the u.s the u.s is what 325 yeah like 325 million or so basically having the equivalent of like 700 million like vaccines like before other places can get them that's fucked up uh, the number they threw out, and I don't know exactly how they qualified the wealthiest countries exactly, but it was like basically 17% of the world's population owns about 60% of the rights to vaccines first. And so uh, it ended up with this like number um, where they're talking about the poorest countries in the world, 
and how some of the poorest countries won't even start to even think about getting vaccines until probably 2023, unless something radically changes. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and that's, you know, th- that's a, a current estimate. Some things that I've kind of pondered while I was listening to it is <sighs> licensing. Like, I don't like, I don't know. Like, uh, is he going to be on his phone? Uh, I hope you have sideways, Chris. Yes. yes. Sideways, Chris. Uh, 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 uh. Dancing on the ceiling. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Chris ain't having it. He's feeling all revolutionary, too, because he watched Jesus, Judas and the Black Messiah. Mm-hmm. Um, Ready to go. Yeah, he's fucking surprised he didn't Surprised he didn't wear his leather jacket to this one. Did he change his shirt? No, he didn't. Okay. <laughs> Not uh, my phone. Do you hear me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got you. Is it clear on my phone? Just out of curiosity. Video? The video, yeah. Yeah, the audio is a little muffled, but video oh, might yeah. actually video might actually be better than your computer, but the audio is not quite as good. But it's not mm. like bad. Yeah, it's like Chris called in remotely. Chris, what's going on in the Williams bedroom? I'm gonna try to fix this. Oh, that's what's Ooh, going this, on yeah, in the get, Williams bedroom. Okay. Yeah, Dutch angle. Just like <laughs> pair it up. Let's go. He's we got, got this alarm clock pillows. for you. Ooh, what's that over his bed? Oh, a little Ooh. little splotch, splotch art. Got sweet Caroline watching in the corner. Oh my god. Corinne. Sweet Caroline. Sweet Corinne. I don't know what that is. Movie and album. Club. It's a jazz club. Where at? Detroit? No. Oh, Memphis? Chicago. 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 The shine. Uh yeah. Yeah. So basically, oh, and the other the other really shitty part is how with these vaccines, there was uh they talk they're talking about a specific um cause. Uh, that was working to raise money for poorer countries and how all these countries had like committed to giving to it but none of them are really following through uh and this shouldn't surprise you at all but the u.s has not given any money to it um i'm sure that sort of thing will change eventually because with with a new regime but it's also not going to happen anytime soon just a lot of a lot of a lot of worldwide performative uh, oh, yeah. shit, you know. So, uh, so yeah, that I, I felt I felt really good. I I followed that up with a different podcast that made me feel really terrible about uh, environmental stuff. So, oh, just man. a real uh, sulky, real sulky day yesterday. That was it was good. Yeah, you hear me better? Yeah. <laughs> hey, you look crisp though. Yeah. Okay. It's good. Good for the video for the live stream. Whatever. It's not live stream, but you know what I mean. You have a light that's splitting your head. I know, Leon. It's my third eye. My third eye is out of control right now. No, there's a light that's right here, and if I turn off this bank of lights, then I'll be even darker than I am right now. So. 
Is your house cold? Got on a jacket. I was gonna say something. Yes, that, that, that fucking Florida in the back of your neck just like rose. You're like, it's snowing, and you put on your puffy coat. It's like, yo, chill out. It's okay. I know. I'm in a t. I'm in a t-shirt. I'm hot. Like I'm. It's warm in my house, and so when I'm in my office, I'll often put the fan on just to counteract like. And then I was like, I'll put on a hoodie, but honestly, this will come off soon. I'm warm. Does Kelsey run cold? Yeah. Emily gets cold all the fucking time, and it just doesn't work because I get hot easily. Yeah. Easily. Yeah. Oh, uh, second vaccine tomorrow morning, 7 a.m. Okay. So what are you what are you gonna get removed a week from tomorrow? <laughs> this Tom is Holmes. the one that this is the one that apparently makes you makes a lot of people sick because I have the oh, Moderna. Not the first one? No, it's the second shot for Moderna, but Pfizer's fine. But so Kat got Pfizer and she was fine, and I assumed that she got the Moderna shot. But uh, I guess if I drink a lot of fluids beforehand tonight, basically, and uh, you're gonna be tired tomorrow morning, Chris. I mean, up at one o'clock, two o'clock, three o'clock. Right. Yeah. Well, my mom's recommendation. Uh, she just got her second dose. Moderna. I don't know if she did Moderna or Pfizer, but am I saying it wrong? I'm putting an emphasis on something I shouldn't put an emphasis. Moderna. On. I'm saying Moderna. Okay, Moderna. Yeah. I'm yeah. just okay. committing to one pronunciation all week, and I feel like it's wrong. Is it Moderna? <laughs> it's Moderna. Medea. Medea. What, what did you say last week? <laughs> Madea. 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 Get your ass a step in COVID. Hey. <laughs> I take it I'm the only person in here who has never seen a Medea movie. I've never seen a Medea movie. Medea? You've never seen a Medea movie? Uh-uh, man. No. They're... If you ever just want to have some, like, stupid... Just watch something stupid. It's it's good to watch. It's funny mm. as fuck. Stupid funny. Yeah. Uh, you're not going to think about too much. Wait, didn't he just rip off Big Mama? I don't know which came first, but yeah, probably. Oh, that's he did this character on his on stage, didn't he? Mm-hmm. Hmm. Also, there's also a long, long line of black men being old, kind of women, old grandmas. Yeah, or women, or grandmas, kind of uh, a way of uh, softening them in people's eyes. Mm-hmm. You remember Kim Wayans, uh, old lady on In Living Color? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Kim Wayans, Jesus. Yep. I haven't thought about Kim in a long time. I randomly. Baby, what you gonna order? Oh, wait, no, I'm not thinking of Kim Wayans. I'm thinking of. Uh, Mama's Kim got Cole. you. Okay. Yeah. Who are you thinking of? Uh, Cole? Kim Cole? Kim? No. Um, the Facts of Life? No, from uh, from a living color. Yeah, uh, the one with the longer hair, oh, who was Kim also Cole, on. Kim Cole. It is yeah. Kim Cole, right? Yeah. Yeah, she was also on. Uh, living uh, single. Queen living single. Yeah, living single. Yeah. Yeah, she. Uh, I I stumbled on 
like a random uh like the the living in color sketch that never aired or was never supposed to air thing mm-hmm. um and that led me to a uh keenan ivory waynes and kim cole uh butted heads and that's why she left out for the first season oh, which i was just like oh like i didn't even real. i mean there's no reason i would realize that i was like 10 11 12 when that show was on mm-hmm. but uh but yeah i just like kind of ended up watching a few random like in living color does someone did have a like parts of the like canceled or wasn't supposed to be shown sketch it was a little tough i'm guessing <laughs> that it didn't have was jim carrey in it no it was uh let me tell you something thank you tommy davidson uh, no keenan oh oh uh it was a it was a spoof of um uh colt 45 <laughs> Billy D. Williams and, and Billy D. Williams. I'm Billy D. Williams. And they're and here's here's the thing. There feels like there was a really smart sketch in there because they basically turned the commercial into a date rape drug. No, oh. but I don't think. I don't think that the Wayne brothers had the touch to do that. <laughs> They like well, showed clips and they talk about what was happening because I'm guessing for some rights reasons. This was like, you know, sometimes you watch YouTube videos and it's like, I don't know, this guy's got his own deal happening. He probably has like like 600 followers or something. So it was like, they're just kind of talking through it. And uh, I was like, yeah, somewhere in there, there could be like an interesting commentary on like advertising and rape culture. Mm-hmm. But it's this, this show ain't the one doing Isn't it. Isn't it? No. Well, you and know, so, Damon uh, defended Cosby. He did. Doesn't surprise Damon wins back in the beginning. Like, I think at, at woman number like 152, he was like, nah, man, this is set up. It's still set up. Hmm. I was like, mm. Hmm. Hmm. Is that why we haven't seen his son in anything recently? He's been in a ton of shit. Damon Wayne's Jr.? He's in the fucking everything. Every time he's got that show where Every time a, I move, a I movie lose. star moves into his house, him and his wife. It's like a series on Netflix or some shit. What? What? It's horrible. It's horrible. On Netflix? I have... It's either Netflix or Hulu that I watched like an episode of it and I was like, whoa. Whoa. But whoa, he looks whoa, just whoa. like his daddy. Yeah. It is it is insane. And acts he, like him too. And sounds like him. That's yeah. just wild. Um what are you? I'm not I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know. Love guaranteed? <laughs> No, hoops. No, it's, it's hoops is a cartoon, and, and a movie star moves in with them. I mean, just Google that; you'll get the feet together. Feet together. Feet together. Maybe that's it. Yeah, uh, chaos when a pop star moves in with, to their home. Yeah, uh, yeah. That show was on for thirteen episodes. Is it canceled? Oh yeah, this was from like a year ago. Uh, January. Uh, October 1st, 
18 to January 14th, 19. Oh, okay. Oh, no. You've been sleepy. Uh-oh. Has anyone seen that Britney Spears documentary I keep hearing about? Kelsey watched it yesterday. I told her What's... I wanted nothing to do with it. What did she think about it? I she, she didn't it? she didn't say a ton. It didn't seem like it was very long. Um, I was like, Emily is it over already? It <laughs> hmm. It's I don't know. Like I read an article talking about it that kind of was like, I mean, there's some maybe interesting stuff if you don't know much about what's going on, but it's they don't talk weird, to anyone, right? They don't talk it's to anyone. Oh, so it's like you know, like no one of substance. So it's just kind of like a on the outside, like looking in, like mm. here's what's happening, which I feel like I got from the article I read. So I was like, all right, I'm good. Um, I do think I mean, there's a, a lot to talk about with like the way men, mm-hmm. like especially like fathers, kind of controlling their, you know, their rising star daughters, and then like how partners kind of seem to always skate with behavior and you know i mean she was i don't really like well i'm not going to say the term because i don't like the term but i think she was basically called a whore by a grown-ass professional journalist woman you know what i mean which is wild Mm -hmm. and then but you know everyone got on britney spears i actually remember that clearly it was always just like how I remember just being like, how old is she? Everyone is just like going in on this child. You, you mean when she first came out, or when she had her like when well, she did the shaved head and the? Well, no, kind of when she first came out, she was very much sexualized. But like, uh, I guys, I told you all the story about in L.A. It's <laughs> not a. This is not a story about me meeting Britney Spears because I never met. I didn't her. think it was, but but uh, so when I got to LA, there's this dude, great dancer, and he's a friend of a friend, and we would spend a lot of time together. And his name was Gustavo. He's still like Gustavo. an amazing dancer, and uh, yeah, Gustavo. And uh, he pops in this video. I might have even been a DVD, and he's like, "Yo, I just was a background dancer." for this girl and he's like I think this shit's gonna blow up her name's Britney Spears and we like watched that whatever it was where she was in a schoolgirl outfit yeah uh, I can't even remember maybe, uh, maybe one more time. Yeah. yeah whatever and uh, he knows there was... I know <laughs> <laughs> yeah it just went from there but he's just like it's just crazy the energy around it it's gonna be like a just huge um yeah they talked about her yeah, on that by oh. his tongue. No 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 I was just I don't think like you said around it's like fathers taking like ownership of their daughters careers and Jesus <laughs> you didn't have to throw your damn phone Jesus um but I think that's like parent like performance parents like you look at what's his name, Cam Newton. Like his dad was like, "I'm taking half of everything that you make, and I'm gonna make you." You look at like what are those kids who play for the Lakers, the ball uh, folks, you, the Williams sisters. Like it's just when a parent, Tiger's dad, 
when a parent like gives up every i'm not sympathizing right now but when they make their child their project mm-hmm. yeah it's like you know when are they gonna stop and then they're it's never been about the kid it's always been about them it's yeah. touchy i don't I, i'm not gonna go ahead and say that it's never but i'm gonna go ahead and, but i will say that the grand majority gets dicey very quickly mm-hmm. i mean because there are there, there are cases where it's like a kid probably just stumbles on a thing and they're like oh your kid is actually super fucking talented and yep. the kid loves doing it at least mm-hmm. at that point and so it makes sense for a parent to maybe be along for that to make sure that they're taken care of but then if that's where everything kind of gets tied then it and like i don't maybe the kid turns 16 like you know i actually don't like this anymore um yeah but like what do you now you don't have a job um (laughs) or like uh and then what happens later i don't know it's it's complicated but i don't know parenting 101 generally should be like then you figure it out because you're still the adult and your job is kind of is shepherding them into what they're you know meant to do and then at a certain point you let them be you let them fly uh and yeah but a lot are fucking like how old was she when she had her kind of because that's when it started i think that's when Uh, the the conservatization is that the terminology? Um, I don't. I don't know when that started. I mean, she always was making money since uh, Disney Club or Mickey Mouse Club. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll tell you who came off poorly on just a little bit. I watched is that white man known as Justin Timberlake. Mm, yeah. Really? Yeah. I mean, they brought Janet back up, and yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And honestly, uh, I'm not going to lie. Some some of his, well, I guess it's more like Timbaland and Pharrell, but those beats in his songs oh, are very hot. danceable. But he's always kind of, something about him has always made me feel a little standoffish. Like, eh. Uh, when I think, when a white dude's cool, I'm there for it. I'm like that's a white that's a cool white man, but something about him I've always been like, eh, you ain't cool, you ain't cool. Yeah, I I get that. I get. I've always wondered like why he surrounds himself with so many black people. Does he? <laughs> oh, like oh, you mean just working? Working. Oh, because he wants to get paid. That's like his soul, like soul musicians, gospel musicians. Obviously, Timberland is everybody wants to be around Timberland. Timberland, Neptunes, I would work yeah. with him too. Like, but I'm like, you don't got any white friends other than in sync. What's up, dude? That's where I'm like, hmm. <laughs> I like, like, I feel like you're looking at a list of, of Justin Timberlake's friends. And <laughs> you're like I'm one Facebook. side, you're like Timbaland, Pharrell, <laughs> and then on the other side, it just says Insync. It doesn't even say the None rest of their of names. <laughs> just Insync. And then underneath that is like, oh, who is that? Like that one old creepy dude who managed them. <laughs> I'm like, like that's it. 
In sync party uh, of five. In sync party of five. Jessica Bill. You should read this article where Jessica Simpson recounts this night where like they just kind of kissed. Uh, I think she was Who divorced. Kissed? Jessica kissed, Simpson and, kissed, and Justin Timberlake. Kissed. And uh she kissed, they kissed, and then he got on his phone and he like sent a text message and she found out later that he had sent a text message to uh, Ryan Gosling because they had had a bet while in the Mickey Mouse Club. So this is years oh, later. He's a Jesus. he's a grown-ass man. He's a grown-ass <laughs> man of who would kiss uh, Jessica Simpson first or something like that. And like that's what he did right after he kissed her. Wait, okay. She, so they knew each other from Mickey Mouse Club and then I'm assuming, later... Yeah. Later in adult in adulthood, got it. They they kiss like this is after Britney. I think they just both happened to be single at this point in their adult lives, and all he did was kiss. But then he like sent Ryan Gosling a text message that said he won the bet that they made when they were children. And to me, that's kind of like y'all know like those dudes who like are in our community. No, who are in our community, and uh, there's just something about them. Like they're not particularly, they're not like Cosby's, but they're also you can tell like they're not Cosby's. You don't really like. I don't want to say you don't really like women, but like you don't really, you know. My vibe is that you don't really have respect. Yeah. Yeah. Like. And that you think you're smarter than, but you would never say that. But there's something about you that just makes me feel like you're a pretty sexist dude. And I have no proof of that. And I'm not going to like say anything and spread rumors. But when we're around each other, I'm going to side eye you and walk away when you talk to me for too long. Give me some initials. Because uh, <laughs> I got people in my head right now. <laughs> of course just, you do. I just want to know if it's do. the same people that That's you have in your point. head. That's the point. And I guarantee, like, if anyone's listening to this, some some dudes just popped into their head. That's exactly the point. You oh, know what's man. also interesting is that probably someone who we might be thinking of is also listening to this. <laughs> And they're getting offended. <laughs> they're like, what are you talking about? I love fucking women. I respect women. I'm like, eh? One of our Patreon just drops. Nobody <laughs> said your name, dog. Nobody. Yo. There's something about that when a person gets offended by a statement that's just so like, you know, it's just so out there. Like no one's talking to you, but you got offended. What an indicator. Like, what a light on your head. You should be like, why am I getting why offended I? by this? Hmm. Hmm. Soft protest. Hmm. Hey, current hey, girlfriend. Much. I'm feeling this way right now. <laughs> current Can you help girl. me process this? <laughs> oh, man. Yo, I've been having wild dreams. Yo, oh. same. I always have wild dreams. I don't know. A lot with really? water. Well, maybe not wild, but I was I always I always dream like 
I don't know. Because I know people that are like, I never, I don't really ever remember my dreams at all. I'm like, oh, okay. I I oh. always dream at least once that I recall. If I, when I do write them down, I recall them more, but that's, te- that gets tedious. What water, Leon? Like, so, oh, uh, my last one was, I was like in this, it was like a bunk room. So there was like a bunk beds and then another bed in there. And like the kids were on the bunk bed and Audrey was sitting on the edge of this bed and we were talking and I looked up and there was like a, like a bubble in the ceiling. I was like, oh, that sucks. There's probably like a roof leak or something. And so I got like a, like a pencil uh-huh. and I poked it. And then so it just started like dripping. And then the whole ceiling just like caved in and just flooded the room. Oh, shit. I was like, and that's why I woke up and I did not piss myself in case anybody. I was going to ask if you were juicy. That was, oh, I was going to ask that question first thing at I all. <laughs> I, um, I mean, I was just going to say, I, it could have been sweat in my mind, but like, you know. My, my dreams. So one, Mish. I don't, you can't get mad at someone for having weird dreams that involve like other people. I've always felt that way. I never. I Man, you're really setting the stage. <laughs> what the fuck are you about so, to talk about? Nothing, nothing happened. But and I've so I was Marilyn Manson. I've already talked to. Oh god. Yikes. I've already talked to <laughs> Yikes, Emily Leon. about this. I know that was a weird. Uh... <laughs> oh, you had, you didn't see the news? Recently? Oh, I know. Oh, yeah, okay. we know. That's exactly why we're like, yikes. <laughs> so, uh. And it involves so many people we all know. That's what's wild about it. Oh, I was, shit. I Swing was at club. this river. Mm. I was at this river. I and I had, a, I had a baby. <laughs> and I was holding this baby. Uh, and, I, and I believe the baby was mine. Um, and this woman who was it's, naked. It's not, your, it's not your baby. <laughs> this woman was naked came up to me and all of a sudden I go COVID. I was like, oh my God, you don't have a mask on COVID. But then I didn't have a mask on. She goes, oh my God, can I touch your baby? And she took the baby from my arms and like just nestled it on her chest. And I was like, what the fuck is happening? And then all of a sudden Nicole Seely yells from like, I don't know, a mountaintop or something. Like, hey, when are you coming home? And I was like, am I married to Nicole Seeley? <laughs> like, what happened? I'm married to Nicole Seeley. Then, fast forward, I'm in the living room with Travis and um, his partner, Monica, with Emily, and we're all playing this card game. And then Emily is like, I don't like cards. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, no, let's play. This is so fun. And then uh, Monica was like, I don't like cards either. And they were just like, let's go. So then they left. And then Travis and I looked at each other. And we were like, do you like cards? And Travis was like, yeah, I like cards. I was like, sweet. So we just played like cards. You just had a dream about playing cards? I'm telling you, it lasted so long. <laughs> <laughs> It was so dumb. It was so 
dumb. And then there was this voice, and it was like, you're going to have a baby. <laughs> and then I woke up. <laughs> I'm, glad, I'm glad we came full circle with no connective tissue. It was, it was so Just... all over the place. I was like, wait a minute. One, who is this naked woman? Two, why is Nicole yelling at me from a mountain? telling me when am I coming home? Three, why am I playing cards with Travis and Monica hmm. and Emily? And nothing fun. There was nothing fun about anything. It was just all like weird. Are you keeping certain people on a pedestal and playing games with other relationships? Shut do the you, fuck up. <laughs> do, you, do you really not know who the naked woman was? Because I find oh, that no. no, no, it was this... Um, she probably was like maybe in her 50s. She had very large breasts, but there was nothing. Um, it was very like, she's very maternal, just like this stranger. Long, long, dark hair. Um, Is this the woman from the Cole Scott painting? No, she looked like a native woman. Um, I did not recognize her and I wasn't scared of her. I just remember being like, you don't have a mask on. But then the way she held the baby made it feel like, oh, she's not gonna do any harm to this kid. And then I was trying to figure out like, is this even my kid? Like, why do I have a baby? Why am I at the river? Why am I at a river bank in the, with the sun out? Were what? you naked? No, no. I don't Full know. Suit. Actually, I don't know. I don't know. And I think Nicole was in it because I had been texting with Nicole. We were talking about um, the hybrid model because, you know, Nicole's a teacher. We had just that day been texting back and forth about like what we thought of hybrid or whatever. So she's probably in my head. So you're trying um, out a hybrid relationship. Mm. <sighs> a little river baby with the naked uh, mama. A, a little mountain baby. River baby. Yeah, river baby. <laughs> river baby. <laughs> no, no. That's offensive no. to someone. Got well, it. Of course it is. <laughs> it sounds offensive. Look at that uh, river baby. <laughs> a river. A river baby is probably like a catfish or something. You know, like some kind of fish or some kind of frog. Mm -hmm. That they call some river kind babies. Of fish or some kind in of Alabama. Frog. Like in Alabama, they'd be like, oh, you just caught a river baby. Throw it back. <laughs> oh. Throw back that river baby. We were so poor, we were eating river babies. Mm -hmm. And then the Travis and Monica thing, I think, I've also been texting with Travis lately and uh, just kind of remembering how much fun we used to have together. So that was what I just said. And you were talking about trying to start up like a cards game like a spades game a couple weeks ago. oh i was i was i forgot about that i was yeah 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 and emily hates cards she hates <laughs> games so she wouldn't oh. be down for uh for rummy no she would be miserable hmm. she'd be miserable yeah anyway like games I think I know a lot of people that don't like games. I probably you probably know more than you think you do. Some yeah, people I think, put out a front. Yeah, in public, mm -hmm. like in groups, or mm -hmm. they they can they can play a game, but they're not going to like choose it. Right. I 
love a game at a at a party, like at a dinner party that everyone's playing. And mm-hmm. some people just want to, and I get it, some people just want to socialize. But what I never understood about that is, what the fuck do you think I'm doing while I'm playing this game? Right. Whooping, whooping everybody's ass in it. Yep. Like I'm socializing, I'm talking shit, I'm having fun, I'm connecting with like the people that you're playing the fucking game with. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, I'm not into escape rooms though. Like I don't consider that a game. <laughs> consider that torture. You don't uh, you don't oh. consider survival a game? I mean I've I've had a couple good escape room times. But it's like you've gone to an escape room. Yeah, I've gone to like, I've gone a handful. And the thing is, it sounds like he's an escape room guy, and he's no, I'm not an escape room guy. I'm a guy who's down for a good time. And so people are like, "Yo, let's go try out this escape room, dope." And then you get in there, and you realize they're the type of person that you never want to be on a team with. Yeah, they have to like own everything they're not gonna take anybody else's ideas into consideration and then that shit's not fun or you get into the room and you realize winning is the most important thing to somebody or some people in there yeah and it's like yo if i don't get out of the escape room and the timer goes off and then the person in costume comes in like you couldn't figure it out to the (laughs) lobby with you like dope i just spent an hour laughing my ass off with people Uh, yeah it's still fun it's all about the the social aspect of it yes i i agree that's why large group games at parties where you're like trying to guess what they're describing or whatever that's why i I just love that shit it's so Mm. fun and you can be bad at it and it's still fun you Mm -hmm. know what i mean like you're just like what that was like that was Prince Charles. That's what you thought would make us think of Prince Charles. That. Okay. <laughs> My wife. Wow. Wow. It, wait, was that your impression of Prince Charles? <laughs> wow. That, that when... was tough, yo. That was the worst like <laughs> Prince Charles clue that someone could give <laughs> in the game. <laughs> Yo, R.I.P. Man, come on, my wife. You didn't even do a British accent. (laughs) I did more of like a Seinfeld. A Seinfeld. (laughs) My My wife. (laughs) What's with wives dying? Wow. (laughs) Were they divorced when she died? Yeah, they were. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, right. Because she was hanging out with Dodie. Yeah. <laughs> she uh, you said Dodie like you're like the world's foremost Dodie Fayed. Uh, wait, Dodie Fayed? Is that it or is that the guy from Serial? Yeah, Dodie Al Fayed. Wait, okay. did did Dodie die too? Yeah, I think everyone died. I think yeah. Even the driver, the driver died? I think so. Yeah, I think that whole damn tunnel got fucked. Not the Whole tunnel, but no. totally and completely avoidable. Just don't speed away. Drive, just drive. Wait, what? I'm not blaming the victims. That's not like I was blaming. It's the not like you blame the victim, and yeah. also I. What? Well, they were being quote unquote being chased, chased, right? 
yeah. chased by paparazzi, but I'm like, just drive. Yeah. There's, okay. Just I see. drive. Yeah. So the like, uh, the FAA came out with their an assessment of what happened with the Kobe uh, or with oh, the yeah. helicopter yeah, crash yeah, yeah. that killed Kobe and his daughter and, and other people point that out. And, and other folks. Other yeah. I don't know any of their names, so I couldn't name them. By name. Like his friends and his daughter. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, and and the, pilot. the thing that they talk about in it is that uh, a lot of times private pilots, private drivers, feel a pressure to succeed that is that isn't actually there Mm. so like he was the pilot of the helicopter wasn't supposed to be flying up there it was a no-fly condition the weather conditions were bad but he himself felt the pressure to get them to this location and so he pushed beyond the boundaries and basically should have been like the weather's bad. Sorry. Sorry. We can't do this. You either need to drive to your game or yeah, uh, yeah. or can't, or you're just going to miss it. But people yeah. are afraid like, to I say, got it. Yeah. people are afraid to say no or that they can't do something, especially the power, when their clientele the is such high power and so influential and you become it's close America. with them. Like you have this almost a false friendship where it's like, oh, we hang out all the time. He lets me call him Kobe. Yeah. He lets me call him Kobe. In that case, wouldn't you Once I called him Mamba. (laughs) Mr. Mamba. (laughs) Please. Call me black. (laughs) Wouldn't you be like, his daughter and his daughter's friend are are here. I'm not going to risk their lives. I also wonder. I think, I think you'd be more careful with kids. It'd be yes. like. Ah. Here's what I'm not sure about is what his what his actual relationship is with Kobe, and I don't know yeah. what kind of temperament Cody ha- Kobe has, Cody and Kobe. what are other clients that he works with. Because mm-hmm. yeah. when you get into that range where you're doing private flying you probably have some people who are like, I don't care what the fucking conditions are. Get yeah. me there. Right. And I'm not saying that that is or isn't what Kobe Bryant was doing, but it might just be in your head that you need to deliver. It's a very, I mean, it's I was gonna, what I kind of whispered, it's also a very American thing. Just kind of like, get the job done. Yeah. Like, mind but your, over matter. Your my, life should trump that. Your own life should trump that. Because Guess what? I'd be like, should. Uh, hell should. no. Should. But how many times, have, and this is, the scale is nowhere near, but how many times for a client project have I eaten into my family time or have I like not taken my vacation time that I had planned in order to make sure that like we win a project or make sure that the project succeeds or even if I, it's not even that difficult, just I feel like the team needs me to be there. And so I'll sacrifice my work. And again, the scale is completely different, but it's that same little pressure that says, America, do the job, get the job done, work, family, and your life will be there later. 
I heard everything you said, and I'm not laughing at it. Eric, Leon looked like a character from Return of the Jedi right now, don't he? <laughs> oh, he's, yo, he looks like uh <laughs> What? <laughs> he looks like a character from Return of the Jedi, yo. Yeah. Um... <laughs> Fuck. Oh, shit. <laughs> did I just talk? Talking. Did I just lay out my whole thesis <laughs> just now? And you're like, you oh, this motherfucker looks like an Ewok. Oh, you didn't say Ewok. <laughs> no, yo, you look like I used to have the figure of the guy that you look like right now. That is hilarious. Oh, my God. Yeah, but what you said. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, but what you said too. I guess. Are you saying? Is this what you think you're saying? He looks like that. I'm not laughing. Show it to him, yo. Do you have it? Show it to him. I mean, yo, you look like that. You know what's going through my head right now is like all day clients <laughs> don't look like that motherfucker. Well, that's not who I was thinking. <laughs> Holy shit! What the fuck that, is that? That's, that's all I can think of. Ninu. <laughs> You think I look like Mean Noon? No, that is not who I was thinking of at all. Now I gotta look. Oh my oh god. Oh no. Wow. <sighs> wow, that is not it. Oh my god. Oh that's the only per that's the first like thing that came up. And I couldn't stop laughing at it. This character <sighs> better be devilishly handsome. I think I'm actually thinking of Empire Strikes Back. Oh, well, yeah. That would have helped my yeah. search. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> but it's like the gray version and the way your coat was tilted. I don't know. It's just kind of... Hmm. <laughs> I just love that that's what Eric went to. Because <laughs> that was... <laughs> Lando Calrissian? Is that who you think I look like? No. No, no, no. It's not like you look look like him. It's just... Yeah, you look like a, a rebel... You look like a rebel soldier in, uh, in, in uh, Empire. And the outfits they were wearing in the snow. The way that your hat was tilted up to you in the gray, you just look like a rebel soldier. Is this it? Oh, he shared it with me. Okay. Wow. <laughs> all right. All right. Oh, man. I'll take Rebel. I'll take Rebel Soldier. I, I don't know where that other dude came from. That is wild. wild. <laughs> hey, who's this oh, thing man. sponsored by? Oh, man. <clears throat> In addition to being sponsored by Neeb Nub, is that how you say his name? Neeb I don't, know you, I don't know how you say his name. Uh, this uh, we're sponsored by uh, Kickstand Comedy. Woo! 
That's uh, crazy. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> oh, bro, what you want to know is sponsored by Kicksand Comedy, one of our favorites. Oh, comedy spots in Portland, Oregon. They're a nonprofit theater uh, that helps people laugh, connect, and thrive together with a focus on quality, community, and supporting unique voices. Uh, they offer classes in improv, sketch, stand-up, script writing, uh, all the things. They, uh, they hustle. They hustle hard. Um, they've got classes going on right now, but you can go to kickstandcomedy.org and sign up for their mailing list so you can make sure to stay on top of when they've got new classes coming up, uh, when they're offering scholarship opportunities, uh, when they're offering their free BIPOC-only improv class, uh, all kinds of good stuff. Shows, uh, they have online shows. You can find all of this stuff. You should uh, go to kickstandcomedy.org, like our homie uh, Neebnub uh, did, and, uh, and you could be part of Greatness. Part of greatness. Yeah. H U S T L E R Hustler. Chris, Eric, and Leon, aka Broke Gravy, are three storytellers slash artists slash comedians. They've got thoughts. Okay, well we got that out of our system. Oh I haven't. This is gonna haunt me for a while. The Noom of the Opera. <clears throat> oh, man. Emily is making some kind of soup that is just filling the air of the house. Like a... What spice you getting? Well, yeah, what are you, um, you catching some uh, paprika? I don't know what's going on. Some kind I bet of she chicken. doesn't fuck with paprika too spicy. Yeah, that's true. Probably making like a it's celery, like a <clears throat> celery and onion. Yeah. yeah. How celery do you guys? Leak. How do you guys say this word? B l u e b e r r y. Yo, I can't blubbery the air like that. What'd you say? B l u e b e r r y. How do you say that word? Blueberry. Yeah, I okay. I can't say that. I heard it pronounced blueberry. Like Burberry? Like yeah, but but blueberry. Blueberry. Like blueberry. Do you have any blueberries? Do you have any blueberries? I was like blueberries? Blue- blueberries? Was it by like a retired pimp? Hey man, you got any blueberries? Yeah, you did the impression. Why is he retired? <laughs> I was just I was just thinking the same thing. You still working them streets? Nah, nah, baby. Nah, baby. <laughs> All right, well, what's your question? <laughs> <laughs> These are my blueberries. I'm just curious. From what? Why? I, I told you I was just listening to something and I heard someone pronounce blueberry, blueberry. Mm-hmm. And he kept saying it. And I was like, well, is there something I don't know? How do you pronounce C-R-A-Y-O-N? Crayon? Crayon. Or you say crayon. Crayon. I don't, I don't open my eyes wide when I end it. <laughs> crayon. You say crayon. Crayon. Of course you do. I mean, crayon. is that surprising at all? <clears throat> I mean, crayon. at least y'all don't say crown. Which? Who the fuck says crown? Oh, I've heard like crown. I've heard crane. I've heard crayon. 
but like I'm also adults. Oh yeah, huh. I think Audrey says crown. What? Wait, yeah. instead of crayon, like go get. What? Yes, instead of crayon. <laughs> crayon. Go get your crowns. Crayons. Does she also say Washington? Uh, her mom says Washington, and Warsh. Like. Huh. Wash your clothes. Yeah. You gotta oh. wash your ass <clears throat> if you must. You gotta brush must. your teeth if you must. I don't, do white people say musty a lot? I've only really heard that. I, I've never seen, heard a white person say musty. Musty, yeah. Hmm. Unless they grew up around with a lot of black people. I think they also say washcloth instead of rag. Wait, am yeah. I not allowed to say washcloth? Or I mean, if, you're, if you're feeling fancy, you can say washcloth or washcloth. instead of a chain. Yeah. There's this teacher who complimented this kid. It was the funniest shit ever. What is Stanley? <laughs> Stanley came in with his gold chain, just looking all smooth. And she goes, Stanley, that's a beautiful necklace. Yo. Like, I it's at, not a necklace. It's a I chain. Looked at Stanley and I just started laughing. So hard. <laughs> I he like grabbed it. He like clutched it. And he was like, uh, He threw it in the trash. <laughs> he's like, Miss, Miss Davis, it's a chain. <laughs> I was like, Oh shit. She asked me about it later. She's like, Why did I was like, We call I was like, We call it a chain. It's not a necklace. It is a chain. He's right. I just don't understand. I just oh. I thought you were trying to escape from chains. No, she did not say that. Oh, she, she didn't know that. that. <laughs> <laughs> she said that later to, to her, her friends. Yeah. yeah. I just don't get it. They, just, they don't want you to say one thing. Metaphor and clap. <laughs> <laughs> um, Judah and the Black Messiah. How was it? I, Two hours. It was two hours. Okay. Chris no. Williams reviews. Um, <laughs> How was Malcolm X? Three hours and 15 minutes. It's definitely no Malcolm X. Uh, I think it's hard for people to really show the brutality of racism and um, trying to like eliminate a movement to show what that true brutality is is like. Um, you know, if you think about a lot of movies that involve slavery, and you know, you could just be like, "Well, that's not the point of the movie." But I'm like, eh, "You're getting everything else right." Mm. Like you spent a year planning the details of, uh, well, they didn't have this kind of cotton back then. They had this kind of clothing and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, yeah, they also didn't have that kind of racism back then. They had the kind of racism where motherfuckers were getting their hands and feet cut off. So I guess if you can pay attention to that detail, then you can pay attention to this detail. But, you know, that said, I also understand, like, whatever, you're making a movie. It wasn't bad. It wasn't great. Um, Good acting, though. You know? Good acting. It's interesting. I'm going to do a little research on that dude um, who uh, Lakeith plays. <clears throat> Is that his name? Lakeith or Lake? What's his damn name? Lakeith? Lakeith. Oh, Lakeith. <laughs> What's his last name? I think I was Stan Stanfield. Stanfield, yeah. Uh, Stanfield. L. Stanfield. I like that L. Stanfield. 
<laughs> Lestanfield. Yeah, I'm gonna do a little research on his the character he was playing. Um, that was interesting. Yeah, but watch it. Check it out. All right, worth watching. Word. Not too traumatic for you. I know you were saying uh, that you're not into the black trauma right now. No, there was definitely some parts where I basically just looked away and listened to it. But yeah, that was in there for sure. For I'm, sure. I'm definitely like, that's the one that I've been <clears throat> waffling on because I also, maybe not to the full extent that you do, Chris, but like I also am just kind of uh, like, how good is this? that I, for me to watch it, like, cause yeah, well, mm-hmm. the, that trauma is, or like I was last week, I mentioned maybe watching the shy <clears throat> and, <clears throat> and it just kind of, I think between thinking about uh, you saying that there's definitely some trauma in it, like, not that I didn't realize there would be, but like, eh. and then I think just kind of being like, not necessarily in the mood for like hour longs right now. Yeah. Yeah. I hear you just kind of was like ah you know what Kelsey I'm not gonna watch it so Kelsey was watching it but I actually was just sitting with her for most of it the like the pilot episode and I was like there's a lot of things about this I like and I'm glad that I've made a decision not to watch it yeah because there's even the fucking first episode it's just like oh well fuck well fuck that I don't I don't want that right now yeah the Mm. I will say the redeeming quality of it as far as the visceral trauma goes, is that the shy um, is that it doesn't get it's not the, the future episodes aren't as violent, yeah, as the early episodes. However, you start to see the connections and the ties between all of the characters, mm-hmm. and so you end up with this like emotional trauma and an understanding of how what that current is that Mm. keeps folks down and it's and all the systems that play together that play against each other uh yeah it's 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 a good show i'd recommend it but it's sort of thing where it's like a lot of this stuff is really important and people need to watch it and in some instances it's stuff that's maybe needs to be pretty brutal yeah but doesn't mean it needs to be for me but uh, yeah right i would so. say uh you get to make the choice of not watching these things and not exposing yourself to these things because like the podcast that uh, i think i shared it with you all but it's a interview from a couple years ago uh and she's talking about the question is asked why are where do you get your empathy from as a black woman where does your empathy come from and the response is that as black people we're made to bear trauma that we should not have to bear on a daily basis and so because that is daily practice that's where the understanding of seeing and of being able to empathize with others comes from. Um, but it's like, yeah, you deal with some form of that on a daily basis. 
you can take a break when you're watching a movie. Like, fucking dealt with it at the golf driving range two nights ago. It's like in the stupidest situation of just like going to get a bucket of balls and not being given the time of day. Meanwhile, this white dude comes in and gets all the treatment in the world. And then when I ask a question about like, what's the difference between your large bucket and your small bucket, the white dude who came in rolls his eyes and answers. I'm like, yo, I can't with you. But I also have an hour to myself. So give me a damn bucket of balls and I'm going to go hit these. Uh, but it's yeah, like, but you couldn't even. What I am hearing you say is this sport that so many people enjoy and find relaxing or challenging and mentally stimulating. You couldn't even get to just swing your club without having to experience microaggression. Right. It's just that extra insane. barrier, that extra thing. That And you know what? If they, when they go home, they're not thinking about this two Absolutely days later. Not. Absolutely not. They couldn't tell you anything that happened in that pro shop. Like, it was just another day for them. But it's like, it's also just another day for me. It's just that each day involves these kind of little like, really? Did you have to make this part hard? Yeah, but it builds up, and then yeah, at some point, it's, it's the straw that broke the camel's back. I don't even know if that's culturally appropriate anymore, but like for real, it just builds up and builds up and builds up, and I think what white people, and you might have already said this, don't have straw to that deal really, yeah. don't have to deal with is, uh, so in a movie, the reason why I can't handle black trauma in film anymore is because I feel it physically now and mentally. It just, it stays with me. And when you concentrate on that and you don't really, even the, br- the brutality of the white predator, I don't think white people are holding on to that. The brutality what what you're what you are forced to hold on to is the results of it, but like I don't think they're taking in the actions of the actual predator attacker aggressor mm-hmm. in the way that I take in physically and emotionally the results of like when a film just concentrate on concentrates on a beating or an, a sexual assault or or a combination of both. You know what I mean? It's just like yeah. fuck. Well, they can separate themselves from that. Yes. I'm, I would never own slaves. I, so I would, and of course it's, they're able to look at the most extreme thing and say that they are against that. Mm. But as black people, we know that we are one wrong turn away from being the person being beat for no fucking reason. Yeah. Like, like, you know, people loved a oh, fuck. I mean, we've all heard the like, maybe not verbatim, but basically people saying like, you're a good one sort of bullshit, right? Like mm-hmm. there's lots of, there's lots of very creative ways of saying that. Yeah. Um, 
And so it's out of their mind. They don't understand how we could be the victim of something like uh, someone fucking coming into your wrong house and shooting you when you're sleeping. Uh, yeah. Shooting you when you're just asking a question on a stop or being mad at a stop because yeah. why did you get pulled over? Or like we, we get all of that. And also we get a lot of the other shit because we can transfer it over. That's what we're, you know, to connect it to the empathy thing. Like, it doesn't have to be a black person. Like, yeah, yeah. Black black people are so used to, to ingesting entertainment through other people's eyes because we've rarely had people to tell our stories um, that it's like, yeah, I can absolutely connect with that woman who's like being shit on right now by a man. Or I can absolutely understand that lower status man compared to like a power structure. Um, But then you have so many like people who are so used to being the focus of attention that they don't even realize they're always the focus of attention. And then they can't bother with a story that isn't about white people that are like them. But they also realize when they are not the focus of attention, but they don't have the language to understand what it is, like their, their fucked up response to that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, that's what I find so frustrating to witness, to bear witness to. Is it's just like, but that's what Trump tapped into for you know, oh. and it wasn't a hard tap at all. It was a light. It was a suggestion. <laughs> and it's, and it's uh, it was it's like when just... after you order Postmates, and then it's like, you know what would be great with this meal? That's like the level of push that it took. Y'all be just getting all kinds of add-ons. Uh, like, Ooh, I want some egg rolls, definitely. Um, here, here's something interesting that I was kind of pondering this weekend. So uh, over the weekend, I just, I just was like, I'm gonna rewatch the Matrix. Like all, I, I like all of them. I watched all three of the movies over oh, the weekend. All right, okay, okay, okay. Uh, R.I.P. Aaliyah. R.I.P. Aaliyah. Yeah. She was supposed to be uh, Jada's Jada Pinkett's character. Really, really, yeah, yep. She died, obviously. Huh. I did not know that. Yeah. Um, but the like, what if that I kept thinking about is that the original Neo was supposed to be Will Smith. Yeah. Or, or at least that's who they offered it to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I wonder how how that movie plays long term with Will Smith in that role, as opposed to. A white savior and it's it's not one of the things i like about the matrix is that they generally seem to be building a world that is just like the only shitty people are basically machines like yeah super like i mean fucking uh what's his name i forgot i totally forgot that uh uh dr west is in is in the sequels as like one of the members of the council <laughs> Just, oh, yeah, really? Cornell, Cornell. Yeah, Cornell West, that. just like one of the yeah. fucking elders. I was just like, there oh is. shit, looking all young but still old. It was fucking yeah. great. It was fucking great. But just like all the races, all the people, everyone's just like chill. Like, I was like, cool. But it was still like at the end of the day, it was still the like main love story is two white people. And uh, you know, Morgan Freeman's not a white uh 
not a magic negro by any stance but he's morgan still freeman. i say morgan freeman <laughs> wait samuel <laughs> sure oh sure i was like lawrence fishburne in this larry thing. larry fishburne larry larry, larry. Uh, oh, did i say samuel just now you did, you yeah did. we're just like they all look alike uh you've seen one magic negro you've seen yeah, oh, so then anthony anderson comes in like, <laughs> um no uh is larry but, is larry a magical negro in that no I don't, think I, don't, I don't think so either. I don't, I don't think, think so he either. is. Um, he doesn't but, guide and teach, like help Neo find his way. He found, he believes that he's found the, the key to ending the war. And he's that person found is, things he's looking for. Yeah. As opposed to being like, hey, you, this is how you. As opposed to I being mean, found. No, well, so like a magical negro doesn't like use the protagonist as their pawn in their it's it's kind of like yeah it's like if 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 uh keanu reeves neo Neo, whatever his fucking real name was it's like john smith or something stupid mr Um, anderson uh yeah it's like andy anderson or something like really Mm. dumb um if he if he was walking around like i'm gonna be the greatest person in the world (laughs) like anthony anderson (laughs) (laughs) if he was like i'm going to be the savior of the people uh i'll figure it out and then he showed up to show him how to do it then i think it'd be a magic but basically he was like i'm gonna free your mind i'm gonna show you how to free your mind so that you can be awakened and then you are going to discover how to do it and actually Mm -hmm. neil technically kind of discovers it himself um doesn't he meet him on a park bench though like no is that a different movie there's park benches, but I mean there are park benches. But there's lots of park benches in the. But like, also more. Larry Fishburne isn't like dressed up like a homeless person and then like comes. You're thinking you know, sits of down. Are you thinking of John Wick? John Wick. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I get all those Keanu Reeves mixed up. Uh. But Morpheus also sets everybody free he saved a ton of people that's that's what from he does the yeah that's yeah. what he does that's okay. what he does so no he's yeah. not a magic maker. so what's your final what is your i love the matrix films i haven't watched seen them in a while are you like oh these are whack now or no i've all i see i was like a person who always really liked all so i watched the first one at home like i've never seen a theater and i hope once theaters oh, open no. up again i have a chance to see it at like a second run or something yeah um but the making a fourth right they are making a fourth that's basically why i i just kind of suddenly was like i'm just gonna watch them so i like watched i watched him in like six parts i just kind of would watch like an hour and a half yeah smart. go do whatever watch a little bit more come back Mm -hmm. um but i always liked the second and the third one and people like really kind of shit on them when they came out um and i never full i never really got why um and re-watching them uh they're f- it's just fucking the, the whole thing is just bangers like yeah. the the second the second one with the exception of a little bit of cgi that actually wasn't great when it came out like a little bit oh um, i know exactly what you're talking about yeah which honestly 
still feels the exact same amount of bad. Like it hasn't aged poorly. It's just aged normally. And then some that's actually really fucking good. The second one, I was talking with someone. I would actually say the first one is the best movie and the second one's the most entertaining. Like it's not perfect, but there's just like fucking banger scene after banger scene. Oh yeah. From, From the point that they go to meet the Mario Vigian, the French dude. Mm-hmm. is like with, a with 45 minute with, yeah, with, yep it's like a 45 minute action sequence mm-hmm. they like do this long fucking fight on the stairway with all these like cool swords and shit and oh then yeah whole highway sequence which is fucking oh awesome. yeah i forgot about that yeah Dude, it's so good and people i might have to watch that again it's on hbo max they are they're all on hbo max it is so fucking good and the yeah. is my least favorite but it's still good it's, still it's just good. like the we're the i i feel like now that i'm thinking about it i'm gonna say their name wrong the wachowski sisters are just good filmmakers they know how to make like smart popcorn film and like they just like know the right things to tug, the right characters to build. Like it's just and it's gorgeous. Like the whole thing, like all the it is it is a beautifully shot movie. Yeah, movies. Yeah, I agree. I definitely yeah. agree. So yeah, I'm jacked right. for the fourth one. Cool. I'll watch it at home. I, on the other hand, Jabroni. watched Bamboozled last night. No oh, shit. I haven't got to it yet. Oh shit! Have you seen it before? No. My name is Pierre Benacroix. <laughs> Isn't that movie crazy? I like that they just got the dolly, sh- the Spike Lee dolly shot out of the way in the first like two uh, minutes. You do be waiting for it too sometimes. You're just oh, like, all right, shit. it feels like the movie's over, but what's up? Um, like, I feel that- like it was like the last scene of the Five Bloods. I was like, is he not going to do it? <laughs> that movie was. I was like with it and I was like kind of watching and objectively I was like man could I could I put on blackface for a role like would I do that and Save I was Young like, Glover it's Tommy Davidson too right Save Young Glover. Glover and Tommy Davidson yeah. oh yeah and like at that moment when you see that like uh Tommy Davidson is just like He's in the mirror and he doesn't want to do it. Yeah. Fucking cracking. And then they don't do the like before they go on stage. And I was like, that part is from that moment on is when I was just like, this is far too much blackface. This is, (laughs) I can't even. And then the end credits when they just have the toys in the background. Yep. I think you could put on blackface for a Spike Lee joint because I would that's, trust that Spike. That's different. Yeah, that's exactly yeah. what Audrey said. She was. Oh, like, okay. But you know that the director has an intention behind what he's doing, and I'm like, yeah, that doesn't mean that while I'm sitting there in the mirror, like burning the corks and like mixing up my makeup like that i'm feeling good about it my guess is that set was pretty black people behind the scenes 
My guess is you weren't, they weren't staring at a lot of white faces while they were in blackface. Do you think that the audience scenes were shot oh, that's at the same question. time as the stage scenes? Question. I, if I was directing it for that realism, I think I might want to capture that, to be honest with you. Just that feeling of I'm in blackface. I'm a black person in blackface. These motherfucking audience members. But I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't know. Man. It's crazy. It's a crazy movie. It's not a movie you're going to watch a lot. Yeah. Normally. You've watched it three times, Chris. I just said normally, All on network television. All circumstantial, <laughs> though. Like, all... After these messages, we'll be right, right back. back. <laughs> it's like, oh, they made special ones for this? <laughs> Save Young Glover, taught by Gregory Hines. R.I.P. Gregory Hines, R.I.P. Dude. Dude can hoof. Is the yeah, he's a great tapper. Yeah. Do we have any questions? Yeah, we got questions. People brought it this week. Or Eric's been just like hoarding these. No, I just I do it right when I see him. All right. Here we go. Uh, one from, oh man, now I have to actually pronounce her last name, I think. Uh, from Elena. Elena, hello. Hope you're doing well. Uh, Elena Afanasia. Elena. How to pronounce her last name? Elena, what is a random memory that sticks with you? but really has no distinct significance. I also don't know if it's Elena or Elena, no. Elena, Elena, Elena. I mean, we remember how we like, we were all shocked that we were saying, uh... Colin? Yeah, I'm not, I'm, trying, oh. I already, I'm already in my head about it. It's we were Colin, all saying, we were all saying Talon. We were all saying yeah. Talon, and then yeah, yeah. he said his own name once, and we all were like, <gasps> "Oh, we we're like, oh no!" Yeah, and she's like, "Yeah." We, it was like, "Oh." I hate mispronouncing people's names. I, I fucking I hate it. So do Ugh. I. And... So the question was, when is something <laughs> insignificant that happened to you? Uh, what is a random memory that sticks out to with you, but really has no distinct significance? Um, oh, so for me, uh, it's it's not the last. I, I think it's like my first memory, in fact. But it's uh, I remember being held by my mom, and like next to the stairs at the house we lived in in D.C. So at my dad's house in D.C., and I was like holding a Washington Redskins balloon like one of those Mylar balloons. Uh, this was, wait, this is in the 1980s. So they were still the Washington Redskins. Um, not They're the Redskins not until last, last year. <laughs> so, you know. Yeah. Uh, Leon, yes, I, my I mom was got... not holding me this past year. <laughs> I was going to say, I was going to say we got, we got it that it was in the 80s oh <laughs> but yeah it's just like this run dmc was climbing the charts <laughs> it's just this memory that i have that 
there's nothing before it and there's nothing after it. It's just like being held and holding this balloon and like the visual of the balloon next to the stairs. All right. If we're going way back, then my one of my first memories is when I lived in a duplex. We lived in a duplex for a long time. And I shit myself and I I took the <laughs> I took the shit and I threw it down. I, I gathered it in whatever I was wearing and I threw it down the laundry chute. And, oh no. And, and I never heard anything about it again. I didn't get in trouble. I wasn't talked to. I was young. I was obviously very, very young. And how young? Yeah. Like what are we talking? I was about? like, I was like I was a kid that shit himself. I was a, I was a baby, but I still remember it. I was a kid. I was like, I mean, I eight. was walking. No, I was fucking eight. <laughs> Anyways, you that's, found a that's one of my shoot. memories. That's one of my because the laundry chute was right in the bathroom, and the door, the door was on the floor, floor level, so it was easy, just to open, and you yeah. could like throw shit down there. Yeah, which is dangerous as shit. Now that I think about it, for kids. Oh you know? yeah, a laundry chute at that level. Stuff. Yeah, yeah. So that's uh, mine. Oh man, this is tough. So I I guess I could probably think of a one of a, like an older memory. Um but like I've always had a pretty good memory to the point where I would have friends where I basically would make like callbacks to things and they would just be like why do you remember that? <laughs> just like weird little things that someone would say like years ago. And I just like bring it up like they said it last week. Mm. Um, but if I want to go kid wise, um, uh, fuck. So, I mean, there's one that... <laughs> I don't know if I've if, if it's got it blown up over the years, but I remember when I was living in a duplex when I was little, playing out in the snow with my sister and my dad. And I feel like at one point I was in like just like super puff coat, like the I'm not star, doing much. the Maggie star, basically just like the waddling. Street. But yeah, and I like fell over and and no one came to get me. <laughs> and I, I, I'm pretty sure that this is like a very slight memory that has been combined with pictures that I've seen and embellished over time, just like every time that I say it, because I always say it to like my mom to like make her mad. Um, so like, I don't know how real that is. A, no, a different one that I do just for some reason I just remember this happening is one time I was walking down the stairs of uh, my childhood home and I don't know how old I was but I was still I was fairly young but I was eating like a lollipop <laughs> and I got to like the bottom step and dropped that fucker and it like hit the ground and just like rolled in all of the dirt and I was fucking out of it i just was so upset oh 
upset enough that I think my mom probably stifled what would have been like a like you got to be careful and actually it was just like it's okay <laughs> I just like and it's just uh, like I just remember this one time and it probably was enough for me to like be careful with my uh, lollipops from then on mm-hmm. it was like a it was like a tootsie roll like a tootsie pop it wasn't like one of those giant lollies Oh wow! Like it's like a big like. Just whoosh, and then it felt like uh, Chris's camera just fell on his lap. I haven't had a blow pop in years. Oh, blow pops are good. Blow pops are good. Tootsie tootsie pops are whack. Garbage. They're whack. Yeah. All tootsie is garbage. Uh, I like the uh, flavor tootsies. I like the Mm -hmm. Dustin Hoffman tootsie. That's such a Leon fucking thing to say. I just said, Jesus. Uh, yeah. Charms uh, blow pop. Take one and action. Well, oh, uh, <laughs> oh no, Chris. Well, we gonna go one more question, or do we want to go into what's good? I mean, you tell me. You're yawning. You gotta. Is there a uh, really uh, not that Elena's question wasn't interesting? Is there an interesting another another interesting question in there? Oh, actually, this could be interesting or it could not be interesting. Uh, <laughs> uh, Glacier Face, welcome back, Glacier Face. Glacier asks, "What's the biggest, wildest, or scariest animal encounter y'all have had?" Ooh. Oh. Um, I guess, ironically, Glacier National Park. Um, went there for maybe five days uh, with an ex. Not an ex at the time, obviously. We were camping and oh, we went on our we went on a really long hike. And I had my brace with me, like a really long hike, and my knee was swelling up. And then we came across, she was just so adamant about being safe because of bears, because she had done work in college. And so she was all about bear scat. And so we're doing this trail switchbacks whatever and then we come into this clearing and we're walking and then these two hikers just are running at us and the other like running and I was just like, oh, fuck. And dude is like, bear. <laughs> dude is like, bear. <laughs> and we had been seeing Scott. She had been seeing Scott. I wasn't looking for it. Um, it finds you. And there's something about <laughs> knowing a bear, a real bear, is stalking. Like, they just were like, it's still coming. It's back there. It's still coming. It's making its way. Do not go down there. And like, we just had to turn around. We just had to fucking turn around because we had like people running 
And I remember being like, I can't run. I can't run. Did so she I'm wait just for you? Walk fast. Uh, <laughs> you, know, <laughs> you know what? Um, like you bear, said, they aren't together anymore. The bear, <laughs> the bear was far. The bear was far back, and I, in my, I feel like in my spirit, <laughs> I did feel like, I did feel like it was going to be fine, but it would be dumb to walk towards a giant thing that is coming your way. Yeah. So we, I, I just walked really fast. And she she was walking really fast too ahead of me, but uh, I also understood it. I was like, I don't need you to be. I'm not one of those motherfuckers. I don't need her to be by my side. And honestly, I wouldn't need her to. I would like, honestly, to like, if I was healthy, I would have pushed her down and run down that motherfucking hill. I guess what I'm saying is, I wouldn't want her to have gotten hurt by a bear, eaten by a bear, like. That's kind of Darwin, right? I was the weak one. I was hurt. If that's how it goes down, she can't do anything about it. You know what I mean? But that bear was far back. But it was still, it was thrilling. It got the adrenaline going. So, yeah. Man. I don't think I, I really think... have anything. Oh, I've, I've had lots of, like, animal encounters. Uh, I friends with dogs that you just don't like shit you better invite me in let your dog know that i'm good before i come over but um no like alligators and stuff growing up like seeing them that's it's kind of a just a given um but i would say like the a majestic moment uh, was I was in Edmonton for Improvaganza and I was doing the two weekends there because I was part of the uh, ensemble. And so during the middle, had just time off. And so I rented a car and I drove out to Jasper uh, National Park out there in the glacier fields, which is a, hands down the most majestic place that I've ever been. Um, but there was nobody out there cause it was a weekday. And so it was like super empty. And I was just like driving to the beginning of this trail. And then I look over and I'd never seen, uh, a big, big, anything bigger than a deer before. And so over on the side, there were, um, I, I don't know, maybe, I guess it's an elk maybe, but it, it wasn't a moose, like it didn't have flat horns, but it still had like furry horns. And this shit was like taller than me. And there were just like three of them just sitting there. And I went over and like started taking some pictures of them and like took oh, a picture man. of me next to them. And That's I got how it. Get hurt. That's I know, I got hurt. it though. I under I never understood it. I got the shot. <laughs> and I got that moment. And then uh, Black after American that, gored by elk. <laughs> we good. Florida man. <laughs> Florida man killed by elk in Canada. <laughs> Surprise below the fold. Um, and like after that whole trip, I saw like mountain goats. I saw like all kinds of different wildlife just because I was the only one out there. Um, and so that was like the most majestic thing. But like, 
you know, I've been playing golf and seeing like foxes, and I saw a mountain lion foxes. once. Foxes. I but, love fox foxes. Foxes are cool looking, man. Foxes are oh, cool yeah. as fuck. I bet they're a good hang too. I'd be I was gonna say I'd be friends with the fox. <laughs> yeah, I love a fox. I love the look of a fox. Yeah. Um all right, so I I realized what I probably should say is uh the 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 encounter that I had that I didn't realize was was bad or scary. Bye, Chris. Um is uh I Welcome back, Chris. Uh, so I don't know. When I was in my like early 20s, living back in Minneapolis after college, a bunch of us were out late one night downtown Minneapolis, uh, probably jumping from bar to bar or something. And there was like a bunch oh, of setup. Uh, there's a bunch of like uh, late night. I was wearing my Nehru collar shirt. Old my Nehru, yeah. what? You don't remember and those I, shirts? No. The like banded no. collar <laughs> dress yeah, shirts. Story. Finish your Candyman story. Candyman. Um, <laughs> um. And so, and we walked. So there's a couple of like uh, cops out on horses. Um. We, we have a few of those in Minneapolis. I don't know. That's uh, that's it's, weird it's, as fuck. It's, I it's, hate that. I've never fully understood it. Uh, and I was definitely... It feels real slavery. Yeah. Yeah, that's what the, that's your feeling. That's the feeling you're getting. It feels real like... Like still? Like um, you don't have to do this. This doesn't provide you any advantage whatsoever in the current height, day. Height. At best height. Um, oh yeah, intimidation. Uh, but I was drunk, and so we were walking by some of them, and for some reason, I just had this like urge to like pat one of them, like on like yeah. on like the yes. back. And one of my friends was like, "What the fuck are you doing?" And I was like, "What?" Uh, like, that's how you get fucking kicked by a horse. And I was like, yep. "Oh, oh, oh, shit!" <laughs> like, and like then we just finished going to a bar but uh yeah, yeah horses definitely... kick the shit out of people when they oh, do that yeah but then also why were these horses pointed in this direction like towards people um not to excuse me being an idiot uh but yeah that's uh that's probably the scariest encounter i've had i just didn't realize it was scary until afterwards emily's uncle was kicked by a horse when he was a boy and he suffered brain damage in wales so they they hit hard <sighs> They hit hard. Yeah. Well, I gotta walk some dogs in the snow. All right. Well, what's good, man? Mean. What's good, man? I think what's good is. You know what? I was. I'm I'm super busy, but I was asked. I have a friend who's running for. uh, a school board seat, I believe, in David Douglas. And I was just asked to take a look at, they're trying to figure out the story, the campaign story or whatever. And I was just asked to take a look at that. It's something I've never done before. Um, I don't actually have time because it's a quick turnaround. I think they're shooting on Saturday. So I'm going to take a look at that tonight and probably tomorrow 
when I'm done with work and see if I can help out and help like help with the direction. And that's cool. It's exciting to to stretch, you know, a muscle and think in that way. We'll see if anything comes of it. But yeah, I'm looking forward to that. And she's awesome and she deserves the seat. So hopefully she'll get it. Nice. Uh I uh, so Kelsey and I do this like uh, yearly kind of uh, like goal setting. Uh, we've done it for a couple years now. And so this past weekend, we uh, had like our 2021, basically like, here's what we're trying to, what we want to try and accomplish in this year and a look at kind of how we did in the past year. And, uh, That's so cute. Uh, get, yeah. Literally cute uh and uh <laughs> despite despite a fucking pandemic which was on last year's goals surviving a pandemic uh we did pretty good you know like uh you know things on there were like uh start trying to have a kid like that was a uh, oh like hey. two like two years ago like we've done this i think this is the third year we've done it so like two years ago it was like uh go go on a vacation pre-baby like start thinking about having a kid buy a second car get a, like all these things that we're like able to like check off and it's it, trust me it's like the first time we did it we set goals for like retirement age that's like the exercise is to go like mm. like some of them yeah. make more sense towards the end but then you throw some random ones in the middle and whatever but uh but then every year we just kind of reevaluate and see how we're doing and yeah like there's some kind of wonky stuff that came up, but we kind of uh, powered through it. So that's oh. a great couple activity. I like that. It's like nice because and because the thing that's really nice is that it. I've definitely had things where I'm like, I want to do this, and I just kind of keep it to myself. And then there's like, there's only so much uh, one accountability and two support, and so like knowing things that I want to do, knowing things that Kelsey wants to do. A lot of the things that we had goals of matched up um, when we were initially doing it. And then, you know, now we have a little person, so we're kind of adding that into it. So it's, it's nice. I like it. I'm glad that we, I'm glad Kelsey's the one who brought it, brought the idea up. And I was like, that sounds cool. And generally it's been pretty, pretty cool. Nice. Awesome. Yeah. Um, you know, it's Lennox is uh, starting to say like his vocabulary Words. is is opening up, and what does he got? Let's start with some off. All right, we got cado for avocado. We got blue, and like it's distinctly the color blue. Like he picks out yes. the color blue. Uh, we got nana, banana, mama, data. That's good. Up, down. Wait, data. Data, uh, down, like, man, did, like right. he's like he's like he holds the phone. He's like, not enough data. data. <laughs> more data. data. More data. <laughs> what is weird though is that he holds the phone like this. Like he holds the phone up to his ear. Mm-hmm. I'm like, what? None of us. Neither of us use our phone unless mm. we have like an earpiece in. But whatever. <laughs> um, and then, uh, yeah, most recently, he's always he's had like that for a while just like he'll point to something and say that and he's got like train and uh truck and duck which all both are the same sound 
Um, but like he started with like what, and it's like on point. It's like if he doesn't hear something, he'll say what. But then also you can get him to say what by just saying what to him. <laughs> and so yeah. that's all, that's just been fun. Like, <laughs> uh, that video of him just like drinking water and he's like, puts it down. He's like, what? <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, get used to that. You're going to hear some ignorant comments in your life, especially if your hair stays stays big like that. Oh my God, your hair's so amazing. It like defies gravity. What? Yeah, he's got he's got a good like good head of hair. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're not like the other. <laughs> what? Uh that's that's my elk right there. That's an yeah. elk, right? Is that an elk? That looks like a fucking reindeer, yo. I don't know. That shit was big as fuck. Yeah. That's a nice picture, though. Is that your picture? Mm-hmm. Nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that trip was nice. Dope. Oh, all right. I do not want to go outside. Hey, put on your snow boots. Get your crampons or whatever. Those oh, are I called. do have snow boots. Sweet, I will do that. I forgot yeah. about that. Snow awesome. boots. My Sorrells. Yeah, oh, like Sorrells like are nice. Thick outside. I, I do I have some, some waterproof Sorrells that are nice, though. I mean, you don't get to wear them ever, so I've exactly worn them all this year. I was like, exactly. Oh, shit. I'm excited. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> back to the Dutch angle. Ooh, out there stunting. <laughs> oh, here comes Mr. Williams. Look at him. Boom! Boom! Bam! Boom! 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 No, it's crazy that you thought I was thinking that's what Leon looked. That here's the thing: it's not who I didn't. I knew that I knew what you're talking about, but I couldn't really figure out who it was. And this was when I put in Return of the Jedi characters. This was one of the first ones that popped up that wasn't a major, major character. And uh-huh. it was over. I just decided that this is what it was. <laughs> and I could not stop laughing. Oh, oh wild. Uh, I like that best turtleneck combo, though. It's, I mean, that's on point. There's a lot of vests in Star Wars. Uh, yeah, a big vest. A lot of vests in the future. Yeah. Or wait, uh, in the past? In the uh, galaxy long, long ago? I mm. think I'm going to try to watch one of the Matrix later. Yeah, I might you, do you, that as well. You convinced me to do it. I mean, honestly, you should just, you know, they tell a, a complete story. You should just yeah. watch them, rock them all, start with Matrix. Yeah, I think I might do that. I love, I love Keanu Reeves, man. He's not like the best actor, but I really like that guy. Here's part of my thing is that there's like an idea of what an actor is supposed to sound like. Yeah. But like if you're actually watching people, like a lot of people sound like Yada Reeves. Yeah, that's true. Like mm-hmm. they don't they don't emote 
in a way that you maybe expect someone to, or they have a flat affect, or so I'm like, who cares? Yeah, I'm a fan. And honestly, John Wick, fucking can't oh. wait for four. John Wick's oh, just banger. John Wick. Just bangers. Yeah, yeah. It's very entertaining shit right there. All right, guys. All right, take it away, Chris. Why do we have to do this every time? It's Dude, because I'll put a little background for you. Right. I'll see you all later. Stay safe. Be kind to each other. Bye. Bye. This has been a Broke Navy production. For updates on podcast releases, live shows, swag, and more, you can subscribe to our newsletter at BrokeNavy.com. You can follow us on Instagram and or Facebook. Or, you know, just keep your ear to the streets. If you enjoy the show, please give us a five-star review on Apple, Google, Overcast, or just yelling at neighbors and innocent bystanders. They'll get it. We love answering your questions, so if you have one for us, please hit us up at BrokeGravy.com or on Instagram. As always, we appreciate the love and support. Until next time, it's all gravy. Bro gravy! Bro gravy!